Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. This is After Class with Ms. Donovan. I'm so excited for my first podcast for the geometry feed. So if you're not in geometry, you might want to make sure you're listening to the right podcast or the right part of the podcast. Just a little overview of how this podcast is going to work. Basically, I'm going to go through every day and what our most important stuff is. So we're going to start with Monday and end with Thursday right before the quiz so you guys have enough time to study. Okay, looks like it's time to get into it. Okay, let's get into our first segment. Our first segment of our podcast is always going to be our Mathematician of the Week, just because it's important to learn about some famous mathematicians of all genders, races, and every ability level, just so we know that we too can be just like them. So our first Mathematician of the Week goes to Amelie, otherwise known as Emmy Nather. She was born on March 23rd, 1882, and died April 14th, 1933. Emmy was born in a German family where her father was a mathematician. This is the main reason she was able to study mathematics in a world where women didn't have a place in academia. She spent most of her career taking classes for no credit and teaching other, others under a false name for no pay because she was a woman. Her work shaped the way modern abstract algebra and physics work today. So she was pretty much a trailblazer knowing her. She was able to do all this stuff even though she was a woman at a time when women had no place in mathematics. Albert Einstein wrote about her upon her death in the judgment of the most competent living mathematicians. Fraulein Neither was the most significant creative mathematical genius thus far produced since the higher education of women began. So that is our Mathematician of the Week. Go Emmy for just being straight up awesome. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay, let's get into what we did on Monday, the first day of school. So on August 31st, 2020, our target was today I will get to know my classmates and Miss Donovan as well as get comfortable with Google Classroom. So we had an agenda of an attendance question, which was if you could have any superpower, what would it be? We did our introduction activity, which is where we had a Google Slides for each class and you had to make your own slide about yourself. That was worth five points. If you have not turned that in, please do and let me know when you do. Uh, then we did a Noah's Ark activity to make sure our cami was working and just to stretch our brains a little bit. And last but not least, we did a virtual classroom tour where we looked over our Google Classroom and our class website. The homework was to finish the introduction activity and this About Me forum. Both could be found on Google Classroom if you have not found it. The introduction activity was 5 points and the About Me forum was 10. So that's already 15 points for homework that we got to make sure we have to do. It was also suggested that you read the syllabuses and the target-based grading uh, sheets for homework. But again, we are going to go over that in Tuesday, so it doesn't matter as much. But that is all we did on Monday. If you have any questions about Monday, let me know. Always email me. But other than that, let's move on to Tuesday. Tuesday. Welcome to the Tuesday portion of this episode for geometry. So on Tuesday... Um, September 1st, 2020, we actually went through a lot. It was our first day. We did part of 1-1. So the first thing we did was our attendance question, which is, if you were a professional wrestler, what song would you walk out to? We talked about our mathematician of the week, which we already talked about in this podcast. So we're not going to do again. And then we also talked about the About Me Flipgrid, which was part of your homework. It's 10 points. And if you haven't turned it in, you still can. I will still accept it. And the other part of your homework was Activity Practice, page 11. You were doing number 1, 2, A through E, 3, but you were going to skip 3B, 4, 6, and 9. 
So the target for today was I can identify, describe, and name points, lines, line segments, rays, and planes using correct notation, and I can identify and name angles. We were not doing the identify and name angles. That is for Wednesday, a.k.a. tomorrow. But I did post two videos, unless you're in fifth hour, then it ended up being three videos um, because Wi-Fi wasn't working. Um, one about the embedded assessment and the other about um, the actual lesson. So in class, before we started anything, what we did is we did the odd problems for getting ready, which I believe were on page three of your workbook. So what we did for question number one, it was solve each equation and you just solve to find the variable X. So we were just making sure we are keeping both of the equations balanced, solving for X. Number three was find the slope of a line. It gave us two points and we used this slope formula. So Y2 minus Y1 over X2 minus X1 to solve it. For five, we were writing the equation of a line that was graphed. Um, so basically, we found the slope and the y-intercept, and we put it in y equals mx plus b form, or slope-intercept form. And the last thing we did was draw a right triangle and labeled by hypotenuse and legs. So remember, the right triangle has one right angle, and the side across from the right angle is the hypotenuse, and the adjacent sides the right angle are the legs. So that was kind of our warm-up. For the embedded assessment, all I did was we went through uh, basically what they were asking us to do so that we could make a chart, which is available on Classroom. It's under 1-1 uh, notes. Um, so if you go to Tuesday 09-01-2020 classwork, there's something called class notes. And everything that I worked on is in a PDF so you can see it. So basically... We highlighted um, in blue, like the words like complete, write, anything that we were going to uh, have to do. And then in green, what, uh, then it was like, write what? So basically we made a graph and it's there so you can check off things as we do it. So one of the statements was like complete the proof statement. So once we learn how to complete the proof statements, you can go check it off. But again, that is all up to you. And then we got into the bulk of the lesson. So basically, um, at first... The first thing we did was we identified and described a bunch of mathematical uh, figures. So there was a point. Remember our fist bump point? We described that. We had a ray with a point on one side and an arrow on the other. We had a line with two arrows on both sides, a line segment with two endpoints. And then we had two angles we looked at very briefly, but we'll get more into that on Wednesday. And then the last thing we looked at was a plane. So basically, all we did there was kind of describe what we saw. So for the array, we saw an arrow at one end and the F point on the other, the end point on the other. For a segment, we saw a segment with two end points. For a line, we saw a line with whatever points they were on. And for the plane, we ended up seeing things, the points in the plane and stuff like that. Next, we went through our naming geometric figures table. So on this table, it had the point. A line, a line segment, a ray, and a plane. So those were the figures. It told us how to name them and gave us an example. So remember with geometry, you have to be very, very specific on how you're naming things. So if you're naming a point, say point A, the A needs to be capitalized when you're writing point A. If you're doing a line and it's line JK, you need to capitalize both J and K, doesn't matter the order, but you need to have the line symbol with two arrows above J and K. Um, and then we have our line segment, which had two endpoints. And remember that, again, the order didn't matter, but instead 
we had to make sure that we had our just a line with no arrows over it. Then we have our ray. And for the ray, that was super mattered because the first point has to be the end point when you write it. And the second point is just any other point on the, or the second thing you're going to write is any point on the ray. And then you're going to write a line with one arrow above it. And then for a plane, you're going to name a plane and you're going to either use three points that are in the plane or you're going to use the capital letter in cursive that describes the plane. After that, we went through a bunch of geometric figures and named them and like talked about them. Um, and we named them, but we named every single possible name they could be. So we went through a line segment, a line, and a plane. And let me tell you, the plane had like eight names. So again, it was every single name it could possibly be. After that, we had two questions where we were told to draw a ray and explain where the points ended up. So why we had to describe why point F, it was ray FE, why point F was the end point because it was the first point. It was the first uh, letter in the name. And then we had a critique and say if someone, if these two students, um, Caleb and Jen, had named a line right, which they both ended up naming it right because it doesn't matter what order you put the points in. After that, we did two checks for understandings. You were supposed to pause the video, so I hope you did, and did it by yourself. So we asked if SR is a possible name for the figure to the right, and it wasn't because um, the figure, the endpoint was array. The endpoint was R, so it should have been RS, not SR. And then the next one was Graham draws a point, describe how he could label it, and it was just you label it with a capital letter. So that's basically all we did on Wednesday. So I hope you got went and did your homework because that's going to be really important and it's just really, really specific. I'm going to post the answers on Wednesday for this homework, but I so it should be posted by now. So make sure you're looking at them, but also make sure that like you're really paying attention to what you're writing. Because when we have our quiz on Friday, if you write a point but you don't capitalize the letter, it's going to be incorrect. And it's really important um, for us to make sure that we are getting the correct lingo now. So back later on in the semester, we have it down and we don't need to keep coming back to this. Okay, so I guess that is it for Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, well, I guess you'll hear it right after this, but I'm recording this on Tuesday. So good luck. I hope you guys did your homework. Wednesday, my dudes. Okay, so we're going to start our recap of Wednesday. Uh, so, whoa, 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 Wednesday. We were doing day two of target 1-1, which means we were only focusing on the second part of the target, identify and name angles. So we did our attendance question. There was a check for understanding you'd have to do. And then we started with our target 1-1 notes. So basically, you started on the middle of page five, right under the check for understanding that we'd finished on Tuesday. And we are talking about how there are three different ways to name angles. One, you use the angle symbol and a number. The second, you use the angle symbol and the vertex of the angle. And the third, you use the angle symbol and the three points on the angle. This is the most common way that people will... Um, name different angles. The first point is on one side of the angle. The second point is the vertex. It is always the vertex of the angle. And the third point is the other side. So basically, we went through many examples where we had to give all the possible names for the angles. So remember, 
there are potentially four different names for the angles. Uh, not four. There are, well, yes, four, sorry. There are potentially four for the uh, different names for the angles, depending on what there is. So if there is an angle number, that is one way. If there is an angle vertex, that is another way. And if it has three points, there are two different ways you can do that because it doesn't matter the order of the points from the side of the angle. It only matters the uh, vertex is the second letter when you're naming it. So again, we gave a lot of possible names for angles. And then we were asked to draw um, an angle with a given name. We were asked if a given name went along with an angle. And then we were asked to define uh, or to figure out how many different line segments does an angle have, which is two. So after that, we just went over some practice and you were supposed to do your homework, which was activity practice 2F, 3B, 5, 7, 8, and 10. So if you did not finish that and turn it in, you should go do so. But other than that, that was all we did. Okay, just remember Thursday. Thursday. Can you remember Thursday? <laughs> yeah, so Tuesday? <laughs> Thursday. Look, if you need help remembering, just think of it like this. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? So now we're going to go over what we did on Thursday, which is the last day before the quiz. So this was the last day of new material. We were doing target 1-2. So it was our first part of the target. And the only part of that target that you will be tested on is I can describe angles and angle pairs. So we did our attendance question. And then we had two different types of note sheets. You had to watch two videos, one from the book and one it was an additional note sheet that you had to download from Classroom. So for our book, we started on page seven, and a lot of what we did is we were describing the different types of angles and figuring it out. So the first thing we did was we draw, we drew the four types of angles and their characteristic. A lot of people forget that there are four because all you can think of is acute angles, right angles, obtuse angles, but there's also a straight angle. So remember, an acute angle will be less than 90 degrees. A right angle will equal 90 degrees and an obtuse angle will be greater than 90 degrees. And then the straight angle equals 180 degrees. So that would be just a straight line. So those are your four different type of angles. Next, we were comparing and contrasting angles. How are we doing that? We were using four main definitions. We are figuring out if they're complementary angles, supplementary angles, adjacent angles, or linear pair. So complementary angles, are angles that add up to 90 degrees. So it's multi it could be two angles, it could be three angles, as long as they all, all their measures add up to equal 90 degrees. Supplementary angles is very similar to complementary angles. It's just angles that add up to be 180 degrees. So it could be one angle, or I mean, it's usually, it's more than one angle. So it's gonna be two angles or more, but they all add up to equal 180 degrees. Next, we had our adjacent angles. So those are angles that share a common side. So you could have complementary and supplementary angles that are adjacent, but you could also have complementary and supplementary angles that aren't adjacent. And then a linear pair is an angle that form a line. So basically all you have to know is that adjacent angles plus supplementary angles equal a linear pair. So a linear pair, the angles have to equal to 180 degrees because that is line and they have to be adjacent, so they have to share a side. So they have to be both supplementary and adjacent to be a linear pair. 
So we use those four definitions and that little like equation of adjacent plus supplementary equals linear pair to answer um, A, B, C, and D in our book on page seven. We were talking about whether they were acute, obtuse, um, right, straight. And we were also talking about uh, complementary, supplementary, and adjacent or not adjacent, and if they were a linear pair. So then we went on to talk about vertical angles. So vertical angles are when you have two straight line, uh, two straight lines that are creating a cross, so they create angles. The two opposite angles are congruent. And remember, congruent means equal in measure. So if you have two straight lines and they cross, the two opposite angles are called vertical angles, and they're always going to have the same measure. That's really important. They have the same measure. They are congruent. After we went over vertical angles, we had two pictures of an angle, and we had to fill out um, a bunch of boxes for each picture. So we defined the acute angles, the obtuse angles, the angles with the same measure, supplementary angles, and complementary angles for both pictures. Once you had finished that, we were able to go on to our additional note sheet, um, which we will start. So for our additional notes, it was a note sheet that you're supposed to download from Canvas and go off of there. There were 11 boxes, and basically in all 11 boxes, what we were doing is we were using the definitions we learned above to solve questions. Um, so the first one said two angles form a linear pair, and one of the angles has a measure of 74 degrees. What is the measure of the other angle? So from the notes above, we know that a linear pair is an angle that forms a line. So it has to be both adjacent and supplementary. So that means the angles have to equal up to equal 180 degrees. So for that one, we did 180 minus 74, and we got 106 degrees. So basically, we were using what we knew and applying it to angles to be able to solve to find the measure of angles and the measure of sides and certain x's. So again, we did that for number two which stated two angles are complementary, so it meant they were 90 degrees, and one of the angles had a measure of 60 degrees. So together they added up to equal 90, but we knew one had a measure of 60. We wanted to figure out what the other measure was, so we subtracted, or it was 63. So we subtracted 63, and we got that the other, the second angle measures was 27 degrees. So I'm going to just say that basically all of those boxes that we had were kind of like that. In some way, we were given knowledge. We were told that it was a linear pair. We were told it was supplementary. We were told it was complementary, something like that. And we had to use our knowledge to find N or X or an angle of the side. If we look at number eight, that's kind of different. It told us to find M or told us to find N if the measure of angle one was 7N minus nine and the measure of angle two was 5N plus 45. And those angles were supplementary, so what we had to do is we had to do 7n minus 9 plus 5n plus 45 equals 180, solve for n, and then plug n back in. So you have to make sure you know what they're asking, because, oh, for number 8, we didn't have to plug n back in, it just wanted us to know what n was. So if you did, you would have just done a little more work. But then for number nine, which is a similar equation, it told you to find the measure of the angles. So if you had just found out uh, we used x as that variable, what x was, it would have been incorrect because you needed to find the measure of both angles. So again, make sure you are reading very carefully for these. There are going to be a few on our quiz tomorrow like this. 
Um, and you just have to make sure you know what they're asking and use what we know to basically just solve the problem. It's going to be some problem solving. It's going to be it's going to be some fine X. It's going to be fi- some fine angle measures. So you really just have to know the definitions and what they mean to be able to solve those problems. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down Friday. You might be wondering why I'm having a segment about Friday since we didn't learn anything on Friday. I'm actually going to go over some questions from the quiz. Well, not really go over the questions on the quiz, just what the types of questions that are on the quiz. So there's going to be about 10 questions. It's going to be Google Forum, um, and it's going to be separated by the two targets we did. So it's going to be 1-1 and 1-2, and you're going to be graded on how well you understand what the target's asking you. So this is going to be our first assessment for both of those, but it's only going to be 1-2 part. A or part one. I haven't decided what I'm going to call yet. But once I do, I'll let you know. So you're going to be asked about naming things. A lot of it is you're going to see pictures of either points, lines, segments, rays, angles, planes, and then you're going to have multiple options that are potential names for those figures. You're going to have to check all that apply. If you miss one, it shows that you're probably proficient in naming things. So remember, target 1-1 is all about naming them. So you have to be careful and you have to be ready and you have to also realize what symbols go above what uh, what like figures. So if you have a point, you just write point whatever. But if you have a line segment, you're going to write a straight line above what you named it with no arrows. So again, be very careful about how you name it, especially rays. Remember, the end point is written first. You're going to have to do some stuff with angles. Again, a lot of them are going to be select all that apply. So make sure you're being very, very careful. You're going to be asked how many angles are in a figure for one of them. So make sure you're counting every single one. And then you're going to have to do some questions on vertical angles, supplementary, and complementary angles. So you're going to be given an angle measure, and then you're going to have to find the measure of the other angle. So make sure you remember vertical angles are congruent, supplementary angles equal 180, and complementary angles add up to equal 90 degrees. Those things are going to help you. If you know those definitions, you're going to be all set. So again, a lot of it is too. You're going to be given some questions where you don't know what the measure of the side is. You're given like an expression. So you'll be given something with X and you'll have to solve for X to be able to figure out what the side lengths are. And again, you're then going to be given a figure and you're going to be asked whether or not the angles are adjacent, complementary, supplementary, or vertical. So make sure, again, you really know your definitions and you really know how you're supposed to name things because those are the two biggest things you're going to be tested on. So that is it for our Friday recap. Um, so just remember, study, do your assessment um, review sheets that I put out, and look at your homework and check it and make sure you got all the questions right. That actually looks like it is it for everything we are doing this week on After Class. Wow, that was so exciting. This was our first week one overview. Next week, I'm going to do another overview. And also on the feed, you'll be able to find some more deeper dives into certain subjects that y'all need a little more help with. So I guess that's it. I guess I'll see you in class.